All right, all right. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. I am your host, Shahir Henderson, here on this Easter Sunday, April uh, 12th. 2020 excuse me as i get that date right um tonight our show is going to be about why childhood friends don't survive into adulthood i am joined uh this evening by my lovely wife jasmine hello hello and i am joined by my nephew Corey. uh Corey, uh why childhood friends don't survive into adulthood um what do you got to say about that uh well section one i'll talk about it like this um the ugly truth friendships um there was an article that i wrote on it well i, I spoke on it and you know, I, I heard a lot of things it, it goes back to uh, uh, a thing that i learned uh from a uh a pastor that I spoke to where he was like mm-hmm. people could be in your life uh, for a reason a certain season mm-hmm. in life and right. that's really how friends do it you know um, you start out you know you think in, in high school uh, your friends that you have been with and spoke to and got to know and got close with you know you think that they're going to be your friends forever um, right, and really come to a, all seriousness, you know. Once we graduate and everything, you know, everyone grows older. Everyone has their own lives. They get busy. They go to work. They have children. Maybe, uh, you know, they're doing all their own things. So then we lose sight. You know, we lose sight of the people that we were so close to, and it, you know, it, I, I guess. You know, adult friendship. Adult friendship is is a lot different. It's not right. it's not like it was back in high school. It's not like it was in college. You know, it, it's well, it's Corey. Whole- I kind of differ with that. I, you know, my opinion is. I mean, yes, you're on the right path, uh, but I kind of feel like it's only going to be different if you make it different. Um, yes, you mature. Yes, you have kids and everything but I feel like if y'all built a strong friendship and foundation you know as uh, you know younger people um, then when you grow up then you kind of just your, your relationship changes but if you're real friends then you know you're gonna work around that that's how I feel about it no, you're talking, and you're right. You're talking about uh, lifelong friends, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, those are friends that mm-hmm. it, you know everyone has. You know, even Uncle have lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. Uh, this is uh, this part here about lifelong friends. Uh, mm-hmm. My lifelong friends just get me. They're never a force to our friendship. If we fall out, we always pick up right where we left off. Our friendship have withstood the test of time, and I know they'll always be there. I value these friends like like gold because I know that I can count on them and meet me whenever I am both physically and emotionally. 
there is really something special about a friend who will drop whatever she or he has going on in their life just to be in your need in the time you know but you also but a lot of people especially females i feel you know uh, if you can't do that then they kind of hold it against you like we all have you know responsibilities now um so obviously when we get older we can't just drop everything and run to our friend's aid and sometimes right. friends may not understand that yeah and for example say that you know you you let's just say for example on the saturday at like 9 35 you text your friend just uh, just waking up let's catch up another day and then you don't get back to you like Sunday around in the morning. She's like, good morning, uh, soulmate. Uh, if you're free tonight, let me know. And then you say yesterday, you're like, well, I'm off work till 11 p.m. Wednesday night. I know this is a, I know this adult friendship thing is hard, but we'll catch up to soon. So y'all making basically uh, time to get to see each other. Doesn't You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, y'all finding the time where you're off or she's off or you know things of that nature to you know catch up on things you know which I'm, I'm sure naturally you do that you know now you know you do that now with your friends and you know it's time you just have to have those long type friends but on other things um i, I there's a, on this article also i've learned that there's a friend for every category um you have your happy hour friends you have your active friends, you have your intel- your intelligent type friends, and you have your traveling friends. And uh, for example, a happy hour friend, I'm sure if you want to know, uh, let's just say like this, I have a go-to list of friends that I can hit up when I need to have a good uh, happy uh, Usually that's conversation or, you know, just, you know, laughing here or there. Uh, you don't take this friend for granted at all. You know, they just have good spirits. And you know they can be they can be someone you can go to go see on a rough week and just been so. So would you say this is kind of like a season? Like you have seasons, like your friends are like seasons, like just depending on what type of mood you are, you're in. That you pick a certain friend. Is that what you're saying? The happy hour friend. That's what it sounds like. That's what I would say. The happy hour friends are just those friends that you know those those adult type friends where you could just chill you know you've known them you've met them you know what I'm saying there's a, there's a line to say you meet people as you go in life uh so you know these are just people that you meet naturally or just people that you know over the over the course of years you think they're long-time friends you you, you know your long-time friends but then you have these these short seasons like you said short season type friends that you've met in a season of fall winter or summer that you said hey you know how you doing y'all got y'all became close in that time being maybe those are the friends that you can call your happy hour friends you know what i'm saying right so you know that that and that's what it is uh active friends i like active friends because active friends are those that you meet at the gym those are the people that you know Say, for example, uh, if uncle went to the gym and he met a couple of dudes that he wanted to, uh, you know, just, you know, work out with and say, you know, spot me here, spot me there, conversate about different things, which is if it's boxing or WWE, whatever the, the case. But may be. I think the terminology may be a little different because if mm-hmm. this lifelong friends, but the things that you're touching on sounds more like associates. 
Like, what do you mean by associates? <laughs> like, somebody like you just work out with. That's not. That doesn't sound like a real friendship to me. That sounds more like somebody you associate with when you're doing a particular activity. Oh, you're talking like. Okay. Yeah, that's the very beginning of a friendship. Was it uh, acquaintance, kind of like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and I mean, I, I guess, I guess for me, when I look at that, I'm thinking of active friends. Those, these are people that you can actually. It's like, let's go. Let's go back to high school. Remember back in high school, where people was in, in in different groups, the goths and the popular people, and and the people of this one, the piece of that. Remember? Well, it's like the adult has somewhat put us in that type of category in a will, but it's in, it's more than a mature adult type feel. And and I think. People who go in the gym, those are our crew. Those are the people we meet every day. We we hang out, we chill, we just work out together because this is who we are. You know what I'm saying? And then you have your people, let's say, for traveling. These are traveling friends, traveling friends that go on a, a boat ride or go to a cruise. And y'all meet up every every summer or every winter, y'all want to go on a cruise and just spend time together. And y- y'all know these people from when y'all went last time or you and you you and uncle go to a cruise or you know y'all meet this family that y'all met and you know things of that nature you know that, that's that's the that's the traveling type friends you know and if you want to meet if you want to mix them into being an active or a happy hour that's your choice but people are putting certain friends in certain categories i feel you know what i'm saying so i, I mean and, and that's okay there's nothing wrong with it but you know it just it just seems more like a uh, 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 a, a right way to put your friends in. Here's another one: intelligent friends. I think these are friends that you uh, you meet at a library or or share podcasting with, uh, reading, blogging, things of that nature. These these are your these are your intellectual friends that you can talk to, like you know, like uh, how Uncle and Langley, you know, how they're going to get together and do their own crew, and and so that, that, that those are people who who you know. It's, it's, I just feel that there's a category with adult friends and friendship. It's not like it used to be, but now it's a whole different new meaning, you know. And shoot, I, I like this. I really do like this. And, and it's, I mean, there's a lot behind this, but you know, that's just, that's one well, article. The, the the question, the question, uh, and it seems like like uh, like Jazzy mentioned, it seems like we swayed more into building new friendships and new acquaintances and new associates and we swayed away from why childhood friends don't survive into adulthood um when i looked at uh, looked at it and uh look on lifehack.com the relationship started from the for the wrong reason when you were kids you know um hey mom doesn't let me go nowhere oh your mom doesn't let you go anywhere mine either so this relationship manifested because these two children couldn't go anywhere. So every time that they went to school, they always talked about why they can't go anywhere and how their parents hold them back. As they turn into adults and they no longer care what their parents think or they no longer under the rules of their parents, they no longer have the, the, the strength of that conversation to keep that connection together because they have more that they're focusing right. on. So that friendship dies because those two children no longer have to talk about their okay, parents was, anymore. Was, that was the only I reason why they became right there because my best friend and I have been best friends since 
fifth or the end of fifth grade beginning of sixth and our friendship started off of exactly what you just said we was in our rooms we couldn't could go outside we had to look out the window while everybody else is you know being teenagers and um you know but I feel like it just if it starts off like that it doesn't necessarily mean that your friendship is doomed um it just means like in our um case we also had we built you know interest and um we did things outside of you know um oh our parents won't let us do anything basically having a pity party for ourselves so as we got older um i mean we went periods without talking yeah but um our relationship um and friendship has still you know survived all these years and like i said we've been friends right best friends since fifth grade so that sounds and that's that's like uh, I don't mean to cut you off on that. Um, you are on the life, the life, the lifetime friend thing, which is understandable. Uh, the deep, the, the depth of that I've heard is like the that goes back towards, like you said, fifth grade, fourth grade, third grade. I'm, I'm thinking, and and, and the, the the title says it all. You know what 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 makes our friends, you know, that we used to meet in high school change when we come to adulthood. And, you know, on that particular section of the chapter, you know, I'm feeling like, okay, what you're saying, Jazzy, is basically the completion of that section is that, you know, it just depends on, you know, how close y'all came over the years, you know, fifth grade all the way to middle through middle school and all the way through high school and you know, going through trials and tribulations together, learning about things, you know, as you go. And then when the graduation hit, you know what I'm saying? Y'all really aren't leaving one another. Y'all are actually going into adulthood together to another, another chapter. And see that's in that to, to go with that chapter, that that's what it is. I guess where I was coming from it, which makes it a whole different, you know, in a whole different section would be that, you know, the people that we knew in high school and middle school and stuff, you know, and and being friends with them, we were all there together 180 days each and every year. And that's all we knew. You know, when I was in high school, I used to call Tennessee High School the world because that's all I knew. That's all the people that I saw each and every day, every woman, every man that's all i saw but then every time i go out to another school or something like that i'm like whoa what is this like virginia high when i go to their where their football games i'm like whoa that's a different person or this i that's how that's how my mindset used to be and so as i you know started growing in it i started and then when i got into the adulthood of it i saw that we couldn't do the same thing the same process as getting friends in high school that we can now you can't do it like that. It's totally different. It's it really is. And, and how I say it's different, I'm sure you can give a, a different light on it, Uncle. But the way I see it as different is because is how uh, you know everyone is like you said. Everyone is uh, going through things. They they probably are you know in college or they're doing their own thing or or they're always busy. They got a job. They're working. So everything starts with I think priorities. 
everyone has a priority of certain touch you know saying or who whoever they vibe with now that's that's the new lingo of the generation you vibe with people you know what i'm saying those are the people you want to hang out with but people just new people that you meet they got to understand who you are what you do and what do you want to do with your life you know what i'm saying so if it if it blends in exactly what they do in their in their road to life then they'll they'll accept you as one of their new friends but if it doesn't then they're going to be the ones that actually say well i can't you know put all my time and stuff into you because you have a different growth than i am now i i i appreciate it you know they're not they're not they're pushing you away from but they're appreciating that you know you have something a goal that you go but this just isn't our chapter you know you have other people who are probably on your same road you know what I'm saying? So I, I guess that's how, you know, and just one reason how I see it, you know, and that's how it makes it different from high school and now. And, you know, I don't know. Don't go. Yeah. From what I'm gathering from is why is it easier to make friends in childhood? Than it is in adulthood. Is that is that yeah, what you're saying right now? Is it is it easier for us to make to make friends as kids, but it becomes a little bit more difficult for us to make friends as adults because those adults have to share similar interests. Yeah. Is that what you're saying right now? Yes. That's that's what it sounds like. That what that's what you, you agree with that, I mean, That's what that yeah, sounds like, right? You got to think like you're subjected to more people in school when you're younger and. Um, you got right. classes together, gym class, art class, um, playing mm-hmm. basketball, sports. Um, right. But even with adults, I mean, you know, uh, your job. I, I've had acquaintances. I call them acquaintances or associates because if they're not like my best friend, then they don't really know me. We're not at work, you know. I wasn't at work trying to make new friends. That's just not me. But of course, your coworkers, you're gonna, um, you talk to them while you're at work. So um, that's another one, coworkers. Because remember when you said, you see, when you're at coworkers, coworkers can be kind of the the same exact thing as high school if you want to put it into. But we're all older. We all work. That's what I'm saying. That's right because that's like the school for adults Mm -hmm. at work. Mm -hmm. So. Especially, you know, adults that don't go out, um, go out and party and stuff like that. Um, but again, as an adult, right. you, I wouldn't want to find a friend in a club. That's just not, that's just not, you know, I, what I would do. I'm not going to go pick up my next best friend from a club. <laughs> well, see, the, the, from the club, I always thought that people from clubs oh. are basically the same people like us now. You know, they're just normal people that, you know, just looking for fun, looking for where's the functions, where do people gather, where do where's their places to get to know new people. Because, I mean, in our daily lives, I mean, the only time we got that time of doing that is if we work the same job, you know, basically, if we work the same job, you know, we're only talking to those that we do. There was, there was, a, there was a, a deeper thing on there that, about the job thing and how we meet people at jobs that, uh, include the same way it, it, it went like a little like this um, when you know for a, a husband and wife you know they you know they're together and they love one another when you're at it when you're at your job you know you become like really close with your you know 
your coworkers and like friends, you know, because that's all you know when you go to work and come home. And I mean, you just everybody's just there to make you know the real the real thing's supposed to go. What you go to work, you get your paycheck, and you come home. Well, now a lot of people don't go by it like that. You know, they 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 want to get to know who their coworkers are and you know make new friends and things, just like the high school era. So it's just like at home, you know, you you just like hey, you know. You know, and I guess that's where the uh, the misunderstanding and stuff comes in. But I ain't gonna go into that. But you know, like I said, it's it's an understanding, you know, with that with the coworkers and things. They so I get what you're saying on that. Yeah. I think I think with the uh, with the coworker thing, a lot of those friendships they manifest into friendships, and then they they manifest into people being associates. But usually with a lot of those relationships, it's usually both people, once again, like as Jazzy is saying, they share similar similar interests. You know, this coworker of yours is a single man and you're a single man. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Y'all have more time to build toward being close associates. But if he's married and you're married, y'all probably are just going to be uh, acquaintances. You know, hey, I speak to this guy every time <laughs> I'm at work. You know, I was everything from I have. I was. I'm, I'm right. glad you. I'm, I'm glad you picked right. that up. Have, that's exactly where I was going, but I didn't want to go too deep. But, so go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I have. I have uh, a couple of friends in my contact list that's like that. You know, where we built a friend, uh, built a, a friendship, a friendship, and we're now acquaintances. You know, we talk every now and again, and. Uh, What's going on with him? Hey, what's going on with you? And that's basically the gist of the conversation. Then I have other people on my contact list who are actually friends of mine who used to be coworkers. And that's when I was single. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. I had more time to build a friendship with those guys. So those guys who are in my contact list from when I was working in Jersey City, yeah, those are my friends. But you know, anybody that now that would be in my contact list as a guy is just an acquaintance. You see, and that's not to 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 throw shade or to decrease the the friend of friendship, but there's different boundaries. And as you said, to create you know a friendship, to create in a you know a acquaintance. I don't want to say acquaintanceship, because it's not a word, but to create create a acquaintance and to create in a, in a uh, right. someone you associate right. with. So basically, there's there's an associate, as we all can agree. We agree is that an associate is that a friend? We, do you consider an associate to be a friend? I mean, or it's just an associate because that's what you're considering them to be. They don't get the same thing as a right. friendship. Right. Friendships are different. Friendships we hold dear. To us. Friendships we friendships we hold dear to us. We build. We share. We share problems. We share issues. You know, we 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 fall out to our friends. We tell them everything we, we give them everything in our life our anger our anguish our pain our heartache and all these different things even with a lot of my friends i don't i don't share all of that you know because i have my best friend jazzy who i share all that with who's also my wife when you get to that status your friends don't learn about everything you see now we, we cutting things off that's why like if you have single friends you see what I'm saying? Those friends have to understand the boundaries. And a lot of people don't understand that. 
that's uh that's the reason why a lot of childhood friendships won't manifest into adulthood because when you become married and your childhood friends are still single they're not going to understand why you can't do things and to that you were doing when you were single right. because you're married and because that mentality is old in a single mentality you now have to decrease the time that you that you share and decrease the time that you spend with them because everything on their level is about single life everything on your level is about married life and that also goes back into like you just like you said too your friend you you have friendships you could do different things with those single guys they have, they might go out to play basketball you can go play basketball with them but when they go to a pool hall or when they go to a pub or something like that you're not supposed to go because we know what they're going to do when they go to right. a pool hall we know what they're going to do when they go to the pub. they're going to be flirting with women they're going to be trying to get women you're not supposed see, to be that, in that, that environment you have a lot of marriage. see that's like with my best friend she's like she go she's like going through you know with her relationship and so like mm -hmm. she was like you want to go to a house party i'm like no i can't you know so um it's just like without like with it's just best to have friends like that matches your place where you're at in your life because I don't. I don't even know. I'm I mean, I this. get. I get. <laughs> it's just. I mean, I mean, you on the right level. Hold, hold on. I don't mean to cut y'all down. Okay, it's like I, I, I can explain it more like what what Jazzy is saying, like this, right? Out of out of all of my friends that I have, one of my friends is married. Okay, one of my friends is a divorcee. So the one friend that is, the one friend that is married, he and I still don't speak, but that's not, that has nothing to do with our friendship taking a blow. Cause it hasn't, we just, we just doing different things on different levels and we have families right. and we have wives to tend to. My single friends understand why they can't talk to me all the time. But when we do speak, it's just like we were speaking yesterday. Now you would think, how did that get that way? How was you able to, create these relationships with them that's because of the respect level they have for me you know it's like when we was talking before you you create that respect level for them when you are single to let them know hey when i get married and if you guys are still single understand that we're not going to be doing much chilling you know i never believed in loyalty to my friends plus loyalty to my wife no there's loyalty to my wife my friends take a back seat. It's almost like y'all driving down the street and your wife in the front seat and your boys in the back having their own conversation. The only person you're supposed to be paying attention to is the passenger. You see what I'm saying? You can interject sometimes into what they're saying and then with your whole focus is your wife and your family. I, a, a lot, lot of people, people struggle with that. that. A lot of people would not Another, understand yeah. that and they would probably exactly. know, they would yes. understand that. That's and that's a whole right. nother conversation, you know. Putting your friends before putting your friends before your significant other, wife or girlfriend. Because, that's a whole nother conversation. We'll say that for I a whole nother went conversation. Out with my best friend, you know, we, me and you, you know, text the whole time. She's like, "Why do you, why do you text him the whole time?" Okay, that's something we do. That's my husband. That's mm -hmm. not, you know, some yeah. stranger. But I was, I had, I had. <laughs> Uh, earlier what you were saying about right. 
about the friendship thing? Because I remember your question was, do you call do you call acquaintance actually real friends? And what I was going to tell you was that it's it's, it's like it's like levels. Um, I feel like when you first meet someone, you have to give them what that first impression. When you give them that first impression, now it can begin the start of acquaintanceship, which you say is not a word, but I feel like it can be. Uh, acquaintance, you can start there. That's the first level. And the first level, and usually an acquaintance, it's not like, it's not, what's different between an acquaintance and a friend? And so you think you think about those, and you think, you said, well, I feel mm-hmm. like you don't get, you know, you don't, you don't get much attention from that person when you're in the acquaintance level. When you're there, I mean, it's like we just met. So, you know, who are you? I don't know you. Basically, you're a stranger. I don't know who you are. I don't know. Who but then that's that. Let's get to know each other as friends and, and, and be and build on that. So it's going to take a good, you know, month or two to get to, to put him in that or put her in that friend level. And then when you get to the friend level, then y'all can actually expand off of that. And, and that, that also takes time, too. That's level two. Because you know, if you just whenever y'all decide y'all want to go to level two, y'all that just sounds like that sounds like a mess to me. Because all I know is I am not trying to look, we have too many kids to be trying to build another. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's what I'm talking about. No new friends, that's what I'm talking about. For some reason, is and that's how a lot of people are, they don't have time to be coming out here, man. And that's what I actually in my article. Where's it? It actually talks about that. It says uh, this this man and this man in this thing. He was talking. He even said it. He said, "I am forty years old. I don't have time to be making new friends." That he's comfortable with the friends that he already has, and that's it. That sounds like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that that's what it seems. That's what it sounds. Like. You you know how deep that is. People who are older don't care about making. I think that's more like stuck in their way. You think it's more stuck in their ways? I think so because it's, to me, if I have time to make outside friends, I'm I we have seven kids, so if we're ch- busy trying to make friends, then some somebody's not being taken care of. So it's like, okay, yeah, you have your acquaintances right. at work. You say hello, you know, um, like I know. Your uncle, he, um, you right. know, talked about music with, you know, several people, done beats for several people, um, you know, stuff like that, and discussed what he, you know, relationship, the relationship mm-hmm. group, whatever. But I, it never goes no farther than that. Like, I feel like if we're busy trying right. to establish friendships, then we are not, you know, taking care of what we need to take care of our our priority exactly yeah that's that's what i was talking about you know and and those people like you said the people you make beats for the people you keep on you know a short leash i don't want to say you know well it's a short leash i'm gonna say that because those because they are acquaintances they are people you're and you have acquaintances when you do business Mm -hmm. and you have people you associate with when you do business and as we know, you have to you have to have those associates and those acquaintances as you do business, and as you go forward with doing business. And that's that's basically what Jazzy is trying to explain to you. But as having seven kids and that us having a lifestyle that we cherish together, 
we don't have time to try to make friends. You see, and, and try to like I'm not on the phone two, three hours a day. You know, with, with a guy <laughs> trying to build up this friendship and make sure that I go out and make sure we go to football games and basketball games together. No, I have friends, which I consider all of my friends that I have, I consider them to be brothers. I don't consider my friends to be friends. I've known all of them 20 years plus. Even the guys I used to work with back in 2001, I've known I've known them for 19 years. See, so I've known them for a long time. And, and like I said, those friendships that were childhood friendships, they manifested into a brotherhood and into a respect level to where I can call these men anytime I want to just to have a conversation. And they could call me to have a conversation when that when there's time. And then we just, you know, pick up where we left off. You know, there, there there's no, I don't have a basketball and I don't really play basketball and I don't have a, a poet friend and I want to have somebody I'll go with to do this and go with to do that. I had all that when I was single. See, that's when you when you juggling it like that, when you're in a marriage, you're not focusing on the person you're married with. You're too focused on juggling those friendships. And see, that's why I said that's another conversation because some people, they have that frustration and that stress because their friends still can't get why their wife has interrupted mm -hmm. that brotherhood. You see what I'm saying? So some people can't do that. Their friends still won't be friends with them if they completely commit to their wife. And that sucks for those people who can't do that. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm more honest, of a straight, like straightforward person. Friends. <laughs> We're mm -hmm. not going to mention any names, but I feel like you do really do have one of those friends um, where they just really didn't understand that. At first, I don't think they understood that. Um, well, this particular person didn't understand that I guess what the value of a marriage is and that you you really valued you know your vows and all that so it's just it was just I'm just trying to talk so it's not so mm -hmm. obvious and see so um yeah. I just feel like the the friendship kind of right. it kind of was it's shaky but to, to see it now, then... Yeah, there definitely wasn't an understanding of, you know, what was actually going on because there was this connection that we always were always spent time and always mm -hmm. had time. You know, that's, that's where a lot of people get confused at. And that's where the battle happens at. You know, so there's always time. You're always there for me. You know, and a lot of people would say, but it sounds like, you know, men are being like women and directly they are, you know, and that's not calling anybody a B-I-T-C-H word. That's just basically saying they're feeling the feelings and emotions that go into that. It's cherished and they don't understand. So it has to be a divide and it has to be, a you know, a divide and conquer of their own emotions and their own feelings. And sometimes those friendships, they do die completely. Those type of friendships usually completely, you know, they, they're not usually the way that they are now where you can still call the people up and it's like, hey, what's going on? I'm chilling. And it's not, yeah, you still, you still there. We still can't hang out and have a drink. You know, it, you know, I wouldn't even stay friends with nobody that instantly bashed me every time I talk to them talking about, can we still not hang out, go out and hang out and have a drink? I don't even drink. So I wouldn't even stay friends with somebody bashed by marriage. 
like that. Mm-hmm. No, that's not your friend. That's somebody who's bitter and who's angry. You know, but that's yeah. another conversation. You know, I don't want to kill the flow of this conversation. Um, but coming, uh, uh, I think we 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 we're ver- uh, having a good conversation. Uh, Corey, you yeah, got anything the, else you want to uh, like say said, before we close out here? He, you know, I wanted to get this last bit in because this this everything that he said in his article is very deep. Um, the first thing this is what he said in his article. This is right here. He says, "There's this quote floating around online that says." I no longer have the energy for meaningless, meaningless friendships, forced interactions, or unnecessary conversations. And he said, don't ask me who the author is because I couldn't tell you. But at age 40, that's, who he, that's how old he is, I feel like this quote is deep in his soul. Um, the first thing that he had, he had mentioned was... Uh, uh, he was t- he was talking about um, he said right here he said today I simply don't have the desire or energy to invest in every person who appears in my life and recently I have uh, received a bit of a wake up call about why it's not healthy or advertisable to invest time and energy into every single person who appears in my life he said a friend I made about three to four months ago I had really come to a confined in and welcomed into my inner circle, proved herself to be unworthy of my trust. You know, he was saying basically he uh, he told her a few things and he she went up against him. Like, you know, when you trust a good friend, you know, you trust someone new that you just met and you tell them deep things. What do they do? They go off and tell other people. But I mean, I thought that was like, you know, adult one on one. I mean, we all know we don't just meet somebody and just start that was a mis- that and yeah he even, <laughs> that was a mistake that he made so it was like shoot you know i thought oh. that she was a trust a trustable person that i can get to know you know we you know things of that nature so why not you know um oh. and uh, this last thing right here that he said he said uh, i look around at my life and my circle now and i realize that the majority of people i consider my closest uh my closest friends have been in my life for at least seven to eight years or more my lifelong friend, uh, Blanky Bank, once joked, she said, I'm done taking the application for friendship now because I'm set. I don't need anyone else anymore. And we just laugh about it and be honest. Sometimes I feel like that too, but you know, my long lost friend and then he talked about his guy friend says, uh, you have to walk through all four seasons with someone. That's what I was just talking about. If you can walk through all four seasons with someone, you know what I'm saying? You know that there's worth in them being a lifetime friend. And that and I, and that's the part right there of the you know that's going to end the adult friendship thing, you know what I'm saying? If you can find a friend that you can walk through all four seasons with and just talk to, them. I mean, yes, like y'all said, see, some people can't do it now. Y'all have children. Y'all have seven children. Y'all can't do. Y'all can't make new friends. Some people can't. You know, some people still can. Maybe not at that certain age. That like Uncle Sam, you know, he's done. But. <laughs> Other people younger than him, maybe. I still got time to go through a few couple more seasons to get to know new people. You know, so you just never know. And I mean, like I said, this this is a deep thing. You know, this is a deep, this is very deep. And then and then you have to both both people also have to put in, you know, calling. Because if one person's just call calling and that goes with family too. That's just not you know, with um with uh, friendships, if people, if you're reaching out constantly, reaching out to somebody and they're not returning the the um, the call in and the, you know checking up, then you know it's going to eventually die. You talk about so it just goes into 
how much do y'all mm-hmm. talk about effort you know put right. you know, has to put the effort in right yeah that, that's one of the that's mm-hmm. another big one too you know people don't want to put effort you know you put in this person and this time and attention into this person and they don't put it back you're like man i'm wasting my time you know i figured that you know you wanted to try to be friends and they don't put it you know that's why that's why i think it's hard to find friends nowadays because you know what i'm saying it's like you know we want we want to find people who can actually understand us you know what i'm saying and we understand them and we're going through the same thing or going through the same situations you know what i'm saying and you come to find out their true colors you know and it just it gets gets scary like that I don't know if it was more of that, but I remember when I first met your uncle, he said something like, uh, you know, like when I go back to Jersey, um, it, are we going to still talk, you know? But then he was like, well, you know, out of sight, out of mind. I still remember that that um, line to this day. But th- that's more like for a relationship. But even that, you can apply that to a friendship, um, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So if you don't see the person every day and y'all you know don't talk much on the phone then eventually it's going to do gravitation anyway well right gravitation exactly i yeah i could feel feel that i mean we can thank facebook for the reason why a lot of the friendships that we have survive i mean we could think i mean i could say if it wasn't for facebook a lot of the friends that i have we probably wouldn't see each other you know, or speak because on Facebook, we, you know, I still like make comment on some posts that they have right. just to be relevant. Mm-hmm. You see, just to say, hey, I'm here. What's going on? Because as far as content, it's like with a lot of people with me, it's, it's a strange thing with me, you know, and uh, with me is, is that I don't really kind of really contact many people because my focus is my family. People who know me personally know my family is my number one priority. My children and my wife is my one priority, period. I don't have, I'm not gonna be contacting anybody spending more than an hour on the phone with them because that's taken away from the time that I have to give to my family. My logic is built up the relationship with you as a friend. I spent a lot of time building up relationships with my friends. Like I just said, 20 years, I spent a lot of time, up to 15 years by the time I met Jazzy with a lot of them. So now let me give this time building up the friendship that I have with my wife now. Like she said with her homegirl. Me and Jazzy talk every day. A lot of people would not understand that. We was at a, uh, was that Easter egg hunt? Was it Easter egg hunt or was it a Thanksgiving dinner or something at her granny house? Like we said, we never mention names here. And I was amongst a lot of the men at the uh, gathering. And they were, you know, conversing about how their wives <laughs> nag and, you know, gnaw at them. And then they said, do you, uh, you know, do you, do Jazzy get to you? I said, no, we talk all the time. They said, what? Y'all talk all the time. You don't get tired of it? No, I don't get tired of it. I'm looking at them like, y'all need intervention. You see what I'm saying? Because you're getting mad with your wife because your wife is nagging. Well, what else are you going to do? Won't you find out what she's nagging about and trying to bring calm to the situation? So that nagging decreases. And if that nagging doesn't decrease, now you have to try to find out what's the underlying problem. And that's a different conversation. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of times you have friends that's like that group of men who want you to be like them. 
they try to pull you into this uh into this group of people to say hey <laughs> we are the alpha and the uh the women are the omega and how i look at it how i look at it is we are both alpha me and my wife is alphas anybody else is the mega what is that like the walking dead we're the lady with the bald head everybody else looks crazy like that tall crazy dude with the uh with the with the strength everybody else looks like him we got the bald heads that's how i put it my wife and my kids we got bald heads we're alphas everybody else takes a back seat my long term friends understand that that they're that dude and i could say this and none of them would say he wild because they understand their place you see what i'm saying in my life and they understand how serious i am about what i'm doing um i want to say that we came to the end i think this is a great conversation and i would like to have this conversation continue into that conversation about what we said with uh with people try to put their male friends on head of their wife and we can come back and have that discussion um corey i want to thank you for yes. bringing this conversation to the forefront and jazzy i want to also thank you for everything that you've added and included which was, a, it was everything was great we had like i said we had a really good conversation as i fumbled my words and catch back up to what i was saying this has been the relationship stuff 101 podcast here on this Easter Sunday, which is still Easter Sunday here, uh, where Corey is at, is actually 1240. So it's actually April 13th, but he's at is April 12th, where we're at. Why childhood friends don't survive into adulthood? Can we all agree that the childhood friends, unless y'all have a lot of different variables that y'all share, can survive into adulthood? Because I think Jazzy checked us on that in the beginning, saying, yes, as long as y'all two keep a strong bond, those childhood friends right. could survive into adulthood, right? Yep. And then Corey came in to say, you know, as long as, you know, you find different things that you guys like that is comfortable, and then you find another friend that you guys like that's comfortable, those childhood friends that like those different things, yeah. those relationships can survive, right? That's basically what your argument, right, Corey? So, with all of that said, I would like to thank y'all once again. This has been Relationship Stuff 101's podcast. And as always, with our understanding combined with your understanding, we can create a great understanding. Y'all have a good night.